0: 15 minutes eternal impact welcome to text talk the stand firm everyone rest happy Thanksgiving Andrew happy
1: Thanksgiving
0: Edwin what an
1: exciting day it is isn't it great that we recorded this a week ago
0: it's super great
1: because I'm not here right now no <laughs> I, I am mean, at I home. am but I'm
0: not and that is the magic of podcast that is the magic
1: of podcasting I am we don't want to miss a day I hope I'm at Home. Maybe I'm at somebody's house. I'm actually, I'm honestly not sure where I am today.
0: Well, Our plans I mean,
1: are still up in the air,
0: even a week ahead of time. Your dance card's always full.
1: <laughs> no, that's not nowhere, true. Nowhere uh, you... Let's not go there. Let's not go there. Let's just
0: jump into John chapter 11. I will say that yeah. I hope that wherever you are, you were with friends and family and th- feeling thankful for the good things God gave you. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Same to you, brother. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.
1: All right. You want to read John 11? Uh, how
0: about verse 38 through 54? About yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so I've got the Legacy Standard Bible here. I'm glad to do that as we continue our discussion of John the 11th chapter and particularly this miracle of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. John 11, verse number 38. So you're, you're claiming it would be a miracle to raise somebody from the dead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that yeah. that would be a miracle. So do you do you think and not to postpone getting into the reading, but, no, but I, is that the kind of miracle that it would take having God on your side to be able to do?
0: I think it would be. Yeah. yeah hmm. I think
1: it would be interesting. Well, keep uh, reading. I mean,
0: you know, let's just go down that path for a moment. Has the devil ever raised anyone from the dead? And I don't recollect the devil doing that. Mm-mm. No.
1: I don't ever recollect that being a sign that God allowed somebody to do, and they were just trying to test people. Oh, look, he raised someone from the dead. Yeah, but he's he's teaching false doctrine, so don't follow. He's teaching false doctrine,
0: right. Yeah, this this seems to be a unique sign right here. It's a big one. All right, so we're going to go to John 11 and verse 38. So Jesus, again, you know, the people listening to this program could put it on, like, time and a half because... <laughs> We love it. I, Text, I always say I ask them better like two times speed. Two times speed. <laughs> today they're like we're doing chipmunk speed today cuz we got places to go. <laughs> All right, John 11 verse 38. So Jesus again being deeply oh, this the syntax in this Bible. <clears throat> All right, so I'm going to read John 11 verse 38. So Jesus, again being deeply moved within, came to the tomb. Now it was a cave and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Remove the stone. Martha, the sister of the deceased, said to him, Lord, by this time he smells, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they removed the stone. Then Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me, and I knew that you always hear me. But because of the crowd standing around, I said this so that they may believe that you sent me. And when he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. The man who had died came forth, bound hand and foot with wrappings, and his face was wrapped around with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. Therefore many of the Jews who came to Mary and saw what he had done believed in him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them the things which Jesus had done. Verse 47, Therefore the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered the Sanhedrin together and were saying, What are we doing? For this man is doing many signs. If we let him go on like this, all will believe in him, and the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. But one of them, Caiaphas, who was high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing at all, nor do you take into account that it is better for you that one man should die for the people and that the whole nation not perish. Now he did not say this from himself, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus was going to die for the nation, and not for the nation only, but in order that he might also gather together into one the children of God who are scattered abroad. So from that day on, they planned together to kill him. Therefore, Jesus no longer continued to walk openly among the Jews, but went away from there to the region near the wilderness into a city called Ephraim, and there he stayed with the disciples. If we
1: can close a loop here real quickly, remember this whole week started as we were taking a look at Jesus why well, I say it started, I guess it was Tuesday we talked about Thomas, but we, we took a look at the beginning of the chapter where in the previous chapter it was said they tried to arrest him, so yes. he's he slipped away and now he's off in the wilderness with his disciples back where they had been baptizing and he hears about Lazarus and he says let's go back and the disciples are saying, "Wait, hold on, they were trying to kill you. Why would you go back there?" and we had Thomas's display of courage. Rather than going back and being killed, they go back and Jesus raises someone from the dead. So mm. what a great uh, flipping things yeah. on his head. juxtaposition. But it does not cause the council to uh, change their minds about
0: what they want to do with Jesus. <laughs> I know. And isn't that amazing that word comes back he has raised the dead? and. Uh, he, Wow. They don't think the Messiah has come. This is our day. They think he is going to ruin everything for us. Well, it's the most
1: shocking verse in the Bible. As I said about a previous verse earlier this week, same chapter,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Same, same tune, different verse.
1: Yeah. Okay. So not the most shocking, but it is a surprising thing that verse 40, let's see here. Verse 45, many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary and had seen what he did, believed in him. That's not surprising at all. It's like, yeah. He, he just raised he that just guy, raised from, the guy from the dead. He raised that guy from the dead. I'm I'm with him. He's I'm, I'm going to be on his side. The surprising one is verse 46. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. The, the fact that it's that contrasting but suggests to me that it's not just hey we're super amazed let's go tell the Pharisees about it. It's some people believed and decided to follow him, and others are like oh this is a problem, this is a problem. We got to go <laughs> tell the council about this. This
0: is this is going to be bad. They're not going to like this at all. Everyone's got to hear about this though. I will say that. But yeah, they're like we we got to tell the council. That's right. But the word's going to get out on this one. <laughs> yeah. This is this is terrible. And of yeah, course the council like, it's hard to spin a resurrection. You just can't spin it. Yeah. It's this empty he's, tomb he's, phenomenon. He's got a demon.
1: Yeah, because demons do that a lot. I know. <laughs> I know. He's crazy. Right, because crazy people often raise folks from the dead. I know. Again, there's always a counter narrative, but these guys, it's it's almost like they've gotten to a point of there's no counter narrative, and so we're just gonna
0: have to kill him. Well, and, and to pick up um, you know, that that line of profit in our discussion, true profit or testing profit. The greats you know, and Elijah and Elisha, you got him raising a child from the dead. Oh, yeah. You got am raising a child from the dead. And now we've come to this place in John's gospel. Jesus has raised an adult man from the dead.
1: Yes. Yes. So we're we're carrying on
0: in that line. And so if I'm an affair, Pharise- if I'm a Pharisee, I'm the Sanhedrin. I, I got to know only the like bona fide prophets of old ever did this you know I I cannot mount a counter narrative The
1: only way I can defeat this is we just got to get this guy out of the way it it amazes me in fact we're going to find out in the next chapter that they decided they were going to have to try to kill Lazarus right which let's just think about how odd that is because here's a guy that has died and come back to life and they're like I know what we got to do we got to kill him except for he's it's already been demonstrated "Ah, that doesn't seem to work for this guy That that doesn't seem to be the thing. Yeah, he's yeah. he's already died once, mm-hmm. and it didn't stop him. Mm-hmm. Well, why on earth would they think that? And, and they're not arguing against that this happened. They're not saying no, it didn't happen. No, he just passed out. No, he. Oh, you guys weren't sure. You thought he was dead, but he's really not dead. They they, they didn't they didn't present any of that they said what we need to do is just kill him, yeah. get him out of the way the ultimate ad hominem attack
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> the ultimate ad hominem attack I, yeah i guess We're it like, is i got no argument against what you're saying i've got no argument against yeah. what you're doing i'm gonna have to kill you yeah
0: and that's that's the approach they're taking okay yeah. so i i heard a guy talk about that one time he's like okay. he, he said something and i i just i hadn't I, I had no answer for him what'd you do i hit him in the head with a brick <laughs> there you go well, there you and go that's, that's what you do that's what you do okay here's
1: what this makes me think of though and I do not believe that the Lazarus in our account that we're reading today is the Lazarus in the story that Jesus tells in Luke chapter uh, sixteen. Right? It's Luke sixteen. Luke sixteen. Um, so I don't think it's the I don't think it's the same Lazarus.
0: However, but there is a story about a guy who died in Luke sixteen named Lazarus. There's
1: a story about a guy who died in Luke sixteen named Lazarus, and mm-hmm. this guy is in paradise mm-hmm. he is in the bosom he's in the side of Abraham. Abraham and boy I don't want to get distracted talking about what all that means but off in the distance on the other side of a chasm
0: there's, a there's this rich, rich man in who torments
1: who ignored the poor Lazarus throughout his life should have taken care of him and didn't and now our situation is reverse mm-hmm. Lazarus is at the feast with Abraham Isaac and Jacob and he is in the, the side of Abraham enjoying this feast I believe that's what's going on here that's what that in the bosom of means and the rich man is looking across and he's just like can i just have just a drop of water just a drop of water i mean this is what lazarus was doing his whole life just Mm -hmm. begging for just a scrap just a scrap from under the table and now the rich man is doing that yes and abraham says now there's a big chasm between us nobody goes across Mm -hmm. he says well okay well could you do this could you send lazarus back yes because i've got some brothers and i don't want them here Mm -hmm. and abraham says no no, they've got the law and the prophets. That'll that warn them. And Abraham and, and and the rich man says, no, no, they they won't listen to scripture. But but, you know, if someone were to rise from the dead, they'd listen to that guy. So if you could send Lazarus, they all know Lazarus. They all passed by Lazarus as they came over to my house for our family feasts. They know him. <laughs> wow. They know him. Um Could you send him back? And Abraham says, no, you know, if they won't listen to the law and the prophets, they won't listen, even if someone is raised from the dead. Mm -hmm. Now, as shocking as that story is probably when we're reading that story, there's some of us that are like, I don't know. I mean, surely, surely if someone rose from the dead, that would be the clincher. Surely if we Mm witness someone in the tomb for four days and they come out of the tomb and they say, hey, you need to repent, we're going to listen to that guy. Right. And so lo and behold, there's another guy named Lazarus.
0: Who comes back from the grave.
1: And what the people do is not, Oh. You must be the Messiah, Jesus. We're going to follow you. Whatever Lazarus says, we're going to repent and do what he, what he says, and we're going to follow the guy he tells us to follow, and, and you're the one that raised him from the dead, right. so it must be you. We're Right. No. Uh, there's a whole bunch of them they are just like, all right, that means we've got to kill him, even if someone rose from the dead. And why not? They weren't listening to the Law and the Prophets and mm-hmm. the Writings. They weren't listening. Mm-hmm. Jesus points out if you were reading those things, you'd be following me, and they weren't doing that. And, and here what we see is that what Jesus said is absolutely the truth.
0: Yeah, it is absolutely the truth. Um, in Luke's gospel, you know, I often take that as some foreshadowing about the eventual resurrection of Jesus himself. Yes, I but, do But uh, I, I sure appreciate the connection with that name Lazarus and say, boy, this is the thing that a- actually plays out in John 11. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't it, they don't recognize Jesus from the scriptures, even though Moses and his writings testify of me. He talked about that, I think it was in John 5, uh, right? And now one has come back from the dead. Uh, nope, they're not going to listen to that either.
1: I, I don't know if this is the case or not. Again, I don't believe that we're hearing the story of Lazarus in right. Luke sixteen. Yeah. I think, but it, it's—I I wouldn't put it past Jesus. This is like the only parable that he tells where he actually gives a name to somebody in there. I honestly, I wouldn't put it past Jesus to be naming him as Lazarus because he knows what's coming. He knows. I am going to raise a Lazarus from the dead, and they're not going to listen. And one of these days, people are going to be reading these two separate Gospels, and they'll pick up on this. I, you know that. Yeah. But but only if only if we're willing to listen to the apostles and prophets. Here's the thing. So let's make this practical for us today. Practical for us today. How many times do I wish that I could go into a hospital ward and clear it out? How many times do I wish that I could go in a good way? In a good way, by healing. Oh, clear okay. it out by healing. Okay. By healing the people in
0: the hospital ward. What did you think I was saying? I don't know. (laughs) It's Thanksgiving, man. (laughs) fan. I had to wake up. Wanna what? Go,
1: what did you just say? Want to go into a hospital and clear it out by healing all the people there. How many times have I wished that, hey, I'm, you know, somebody has died and I want to go out and oh, touch the coffin and they come back the to life? The
0: hero of a funeral. You go in and raise the dead. How many
1: times? Have, and, man, boy, if we could do that, the followers would just, I mean, we'd fill our buildings. We would start a movement. It would be amazing. And yet here it happened and it did that did not happen. Mm-hmm. It's uh I, I recently reread The Jesus I Never Knew by Philip Yancey, and that was one of his really interesting comments just about miracles house for so long. It was like for him, ah, oh, miracles are the height. It's the thing, it's the it's the argument to end all arguments, right. but then went back to the gospels and saw shockingly it's really not. Mm-hmm. It's really not the argument to end all arguments, and very often people they liked their miracles. They wanted to be healed, but you know this is not going to convince us you're the
0: Messiah, and it's right. not
1: certainly not going to cause us yeah. to follow
0: you. So, uh, just uh, an and, interesting deal. And that has been a a pattern, really, about each of these different signs that we've come to, that we have seen. Actually, you know, he, he multiplied the bread, but and when they he left taught him them about it. They left him. Yeah. Now he's raised the dead, and they're going to plan to kill him for plan it. Plan to kill him and the guy he raised. That's harsh. That is harsh. <laughs> That's super harsh. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, Edwin, it's. Thursday and, and maybe what you ought to do is time to s- wrap up. Yeah. <laughs> time to, to send a prayer up. and maybe a special Thanksgiving. Yeah. Prayer. Yeah. Holy God. Thank you. Thank you for life, life in this world
1: under the sun, but especially for life in Jesus Christ. Thank you for food and nourishment. And here in our country in America, we are celebrating a day where we set aside to give thanks to you because you bless us way more than we deserve. And we know that there are plenty of people throughout the world and even in our country at different levels of blessing. So help us to not only be thankful to you, but to recognize that blessing and, and let those blessings pass on from us. Let us be channels of blessings to other people. Father, thank you for this opportunity to talk about your word here on Text Talk. And thank you for those who chime in and listen. Uh, Thank you for those who comment and those who send us messages that we, we, we get to hear what they're thinking and the questions they're asking. We're very thankful for that relationship we get to have. We're thankful for your church. We're thankful for this Bride of Jesus that you are cleansing and making holy. Thank you for transforming us in our hearts. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that strengthens us in our inner being that we might overcome and the tempter and accomplish your will. There's so many things that we're thankful for, Father. Thank you uh, for being who you are and for letting us be your people. And it's through your Son, Jesus, our King, we give our thanks and offer this prayer. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. Hold on! Before you start, no, I'm just—I'm just just kidding. I was. (laughs) How far do you think you'd be if I hadn't stopped you?
0: (laughs) No, read. I'm just kidding. I got nowhere to. I got nothing else to do today, and I'm sure (laughs) neither do the people listening to this program. Uh, John eleven verse thirty eight.